Blog Talk Radio. Now, 
I am just so happy to welcome Joan Sirio back on to the program. Joan. Well, hello, Susan. Thank you for having me back, and Happy New Year, and Happy Belated Birthday. Oh, well, thank you very much, and Happy happy Belated Birthday to you, fellow Aquarian. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, it, I, I seem to be discovering lots of Aquarians recently, um, just, and, and you know, having been raised outside of, um, really being taught much about astrology, I always had a little bit of a fascination without knowing a whole lot about it, especially when I was young. Even today, I feel like I don't know tons about it, certainly, and, but yet that whole Aquarian promise, um, and what it meant, appealed to me and you know it's something you don't have to be under the sign of 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 aquarius to to feel it and and maybe that's a good way to start today because i think that that that's that's really what we're flowing into today is is i know that that you feel now is the time maybe that's that's it now is the time and what does this have to do with with time joan well, you're talking about Aquarians, and uh, we are in the age of Aquarius. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess we're all feeling this, and it is time. Yeah. It's, thank God it's time yeah. <laughs> that, we, that we come together with those Aquarian values of, you know, communitarianism yeah. and taking care of our neighbor and yeah. love one another, you know, all the things that, were talked about and, you know, brought to the forefront back in the 60s and 70s. I think this time, actually, um, bring it to life. Yes. And I think 2016 is going to be the year that we start to, as I talk about in the book, precipitate it (laughs) or bring it into the physical. Yeah. So this is the year we really start to ground these energies and, um, yeah, I call it back to the future because when you think about it, I was talking about the 60s and 70s, so a lot of this was started, you know, uh-huh. way back when. And, and, you know, we really thought back then that, you know, this is it, you know, this is the, this is what we always wanted. This is the thousand years of peace that Notre Dame has talked about and blah, blah, blah. But it didn't really happen. Yeah. Um, I don't know that 2016 is going to be that either, but I think it's a gateway. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of reasons why I think it's going to be a gateway to that new age. Yes. Yes. You know, even my rather vague memories of the, the late 60s, early 70s, there was an energy then that I could feel. Even it, it, I, I could tell even maybe children felt it most of all in some ways. I. I can't explain. Somebody posted something um, recently which reminded me. The imagery was very bold and colorful and and real. And, and you know, we need to get back to that expansiveness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, we're feeling the clashes right now in our culture. I mean, it can feel like we're heading towards closing down. Um, I mean, if, if, if you look at some of the things happening... Um, you can really get caught into the fear that's permeating right now. And and Joan, how do you see what is how do we navigate that? This being a program about getting 
beyond fear. Um, how are you viewing things like, um, you know, what's going on in the election and, and just so many things? I'm here in Oregon. I mean, there's been a lot of drama oh, here yeah. in Oregon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yes, yes. And and so, um, you know, we, we're seeing things emerge to the light, I guess, that, that maybe we haven't. And that seems to be, in an odd way, healthy so that we can see it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you hit the nail on the head when you were talking about how we felt and the feeling we had back in the 60s, 70s versus how, in general, the population is feeling today. And that is the yeah. key. We're talking about yeah. what are the tools to get through this. But that's the key because yeah. that is the energy of the heart. That's your heart energy. And yeah. so things were lighter back then. And it was this freedom energy and it was this love and coming yes. together and yes. and so of course we felt good and we felt energized and you're right visually you know it was a feast for our eyes you know all that you know psychedelic colors and all the stuff that they you know you think of with the 70s but what do we think of now you know when I picture now I picture like gray uh-huh. and black and, you know, and then these dark colors, like, you know, this this heavy cloud type of thing that's over yeah. us. And a lot of people can be like, oh, you know. And the key to making it through this is to come back to the natural state of the heart, which yeah. is joy. Yes. yes. The natural state, joy resides in the heart is one of my keys in the first book, In the Key of Life. Uh-huh. And... <clears throat> Even though it seems like it's the last thing <laughs> we should be doing now, it's like, oh yeah, let's you know, let's go out and dance and be joyful. You know, this chicken little might say the sky is falling, but that's really what we need to make it through yeah. this time. Yes, yeah, it doesn't thing. have to be logical. <laughs> you know, we have no, these, it's these not, scientific the backgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I want to talk about science today too, but the heart well, is not logical. It's a paradox. I think I've, I've found myself recently talking about paradox more and reflecting on paradox because the odd thing is, it is logical. It's both illogical and all and logical at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that is it, it's a kind yeah. of a paradox. It's the all or nothing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And. And I think that um, it's really easy to get dragged down. And, you know, when you talk, of, I was just thinking, I had this experience the other day where, where um, honestly, I hadn't done enough laundry recently. I'd been too busy. And all of my colorful sweaters were dirty. And I realized, oh, my God, I used to be a person who only wore gray and brown and earth tones. That's what I wore. And yet in recent years, all I want to buy are vibrant colors. In fact, I just bought another one that was this bright blue. And and I find that really interesting. That when mm-hmm. I, And when I couldn't find a sweater that was in the appropriate color, that's just around my birthday, when I want to wear a bright color, it might have even been on my birthday actually, you know, I, I realized how I had grown, that I've become a colorful soul now. And maybe always was. It's reemerging. That was the child I was in the seventies. That's what right, I heard right. in the music yeah. and saw. That kind of vibrancy. That's what we're called to be. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know, it's, you know, but you become like a child and then you enter the Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and so I think what, what your work helps to show us is, you know, how, how, Joan, how do we flow? You know, just flow with it, with it all, you know, to let, um, you know, to let the flow take us where it needs to. It takes a lot of mindfulness, I think. Um, you would think that going with the flow is just, you know, zero effort and zero energy, but again, it's paradoxical. Yeah. No, actually, it's not. It does take energy. It takes awareness and paying attention uh, and paying attention to the signs and knowing when to act and when not to. And that is, you know, there's a fine line there sometimes of walking that tightrope. And um, we don't always, you know, make the right choice, but in the end, uh, if you pay attention to the signs and you see where the energy is flowing and you go in that direction, that's the direction your heart's taking you in, actually. Yes, yes. You know, I had this. Um, I I often, in fact, I was doing it this morning. I I took quite a quite a while early this morning exploring some things um, just from my own heart about what is it that you really want. Just just writing it free flowing, and and you know, the more you look at that, and you see things that may have seemed um, adverse to that, or or things that you start to see how all the puzzle pieces fit, like you know. And and this is nothing new, but the, it seems like the more that we reflect on how all the pieces fit together, you realize that it may seem a circuitous route, but you are coming to the space of your heart um, in that way. Um, and and it, we're, our heart is continually bringing us home, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And that's, you know, if you pay attention and you follow the signs and you you know, if there's no energy around it, if you don't feel it, you know, in, in my life, if I don't feel it, I don't do it, you know, type of thing. I'm not feeling it, so I'm not doing it, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, that if you, there's no energy around it, it doesn't bring you joy, then is that really what you want to do? Yeah. You know? And then yeah. you look at the signs. And I mean, yeah, we all have things we don't really want to do, you know, I mean, day-to-day life. But, you know, in general, I'm talking about, you know, the bigger picture there. Yeah, yeah. It it does take courage to make the bigger choices based on, you know, is this really the direction that I want to go? I mean, mm-hmm. lately, um, I think that, that one of the things that it's easy for me to be tempted with is whether, um, you know, whether I'm called to do some scientific work. And, and you know, if I was, it would be a mix, you know, or, or you know, I can't just do that. And and yet every time I'm tempted in some way, um, it just it just doesn't feel right. <laughs> it's like it's like, you know, it's tempting in the sense of, oh well, you know, that's instant gratification because there's you know although who knows when you're out of it for a while, you're you're really out of it, so you can't necessarily step right in, even in project management or as a contractor. But you know, even though it has an allure in in an instant way in terms of of bringing in money, from my heart, 
you know, it's just, uh, you know, that's just going to set all of this back, you know, and then you think about that. It's like, what about these projects that still aren't getting done? And so, you know, our heart draws us to, to where we need to go, but it takes a lot of courage. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's really appropriate for what's happening right now, and I'm sure you're not alone in revisiting uh, and reviewing, you know, where our life has taken us thus far because, uh, yeah. you know, I think that's right, you know, it's perfect for this time right now. We're, we're just coming out of the first Mercury retrograde and that was really about uh, looking back and saying, okay, where am I reassessing my life? What is yeah. it that I really want to do? Yeah. Uh, what is my purpose here? Uh, what is 2016 going to bring me type of thing? And, um, you know, we get to do it three more times this year because (laughs) we just love Mercury Retrograde. (laughs) You know, know, I use it for what it is. You know, it it is a time to take a step back and reflect. And it's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, You know, if you look at it in that way and use it for what it's, you know, intended for, you know, it, it, it really is a good thing. Yeah, and I think that we really felt that. I, I think a number of people that I work with felt it last week. Um, it just—it was like swimming through molasses. I mean, it just—it really felt that way. And, it, and then you kind of felt like, great, this is how this year's getting off the beginning because it just felt blocked. And yet now I feel like it was more, um, um, you know, kind of like a slingshot that we were being held back, and now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's yeah, what exactly. I'm starting to that's see. That's one of the analogies I use for this year too. Slingshot <laughs> uh-huh. energy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, mainly because, well, like I'm saying, it's back to the future because whether it's the four Mercury retrogrades that are pulling us back, or whether it's you know some other things that I'll talk about in a minute, but you know it's important for us to go back and look back not be in the past, but look back before yeah. we can move forward this year. And yeah. the slingshot energy is coming from uh, the fact that we are in the last year of being in the galactic alignment zone, which started 36 years ago. Yes. And this is a zone where, we, you know, the Earth and the Sun is in line with the galactic center. And so there's this, you know, huge energy um, from this alignment. And when we break free from this, you can get this break-free energy. So just like using a slingshot, you've got to pull it back. So you're going, you know, going back in time, kind of like. You know, we start with this Mercury retrograde this year. uh, And then you can let it go. And you get this, you know, this slap-back energy, this, like, break-free energy. Uh, And I think that's part of what we may experience this year, at least for the first uh, portion of the year. Um, You could definitely have this breaking free of these old patterns and being able to see things because of the beginning in Mercury retrograde and starting the year that way and having that energy and that flavor to, you know, to flavor the year of looking back and saying, okay, where have I been stuck? Uh, yes. what is it that I need to do in order to move forward now? Um, yes. What is it that I haven't done that needs to be completed? That's also Mercury retrograde. And we're also in a nine year. So nine is the energy of completion. 
So it's, you know, what needs to be completed in order to move forward or what is it that I'm fulfilling that I may have started in the past. Yes, yes. You know, uh, this never happens to me, Joan, and I mentioned this to you before the show, but as I was tweeting about this show, I kept typing. This happened last night, too. This has happened three times at least. I keep typing 2012. The year, you know, I keep saying the energy of this year, 2012, this never happens. This never happens. And so as you're saying this, I'm reflecting back to where was I in 2012 and the promise and, and the the feeling of, of of just something miraculous was going to happen. And, and, and so... You know, and and so I feel that's where I'm going, going back to um, that feeling because it seems like I'm being pulled back there, mm-hmm. and then forward. <laughs> yeah. So for you, there could be something significant that happened in 2012 that um, you know needs to be reviewed, brought into 2016, and you know, whatever. Um, you know, I, I see 2012, even for me, as far back as 2011 through 2015 as a time of rebooting. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know about you, but it was energetically draining. Let's put it that way. Those years were just like, whoa. <laughs> you know, like somebody pulled the plug at times. Um, and I yeah. just felt like it was this huge reboot. And then this year is like a, a revisioning. You know, we're going to vision, we're going to vision and do like a vision board of the future here, but we're going to redo it, uh, revisioning it because whatever dreams we had maybe aren't gone yet, or maybe they are. You know, that was part of what we were looking at uh, in January. Um, but tweaking things enough to say, okay, maybe this is it, and. That energy of 2012 of us with that expectation of, wow, this is it. This is the year of ascension. Here we go and all. And then, okay, what happened? <laughs> or you the know, world's going to end. Oh, my God. And then it didn't, you know, it you know, depends on funny, where you were on the spectrum. The funny thing, and, and I find myself literally reviewing live on the show as we talk, is I had this incredible feeling of hope at the end, you know, and yet it seemed like nothing happened. And yet when I look back, you know, when you really look back, and and maybe others might want to do this as well, um, is think about the years since. And it seems that amazing things really did occur after, although they can be subtle. And now, mm-hmm. now, you know, it's it's almost like it expanded us so much that it was beyond our dreams, things that we didn't even think to dream about, and and, and so and and maybe that's what the future holds. I mean that that's really it. Is that I'm not even sure we can conceive mentally what is possible, and 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 if you really want to expand, you you actually go beyond what you might dream because you you don't even know you don't even know what the mm-hmm. universe mm-hmm. can co-create mm-hmm. with you um not with right. the mind 
And so, so in a way, I feel a sense of completion here in 2016 or a sense of satisfaction that, oh, my gosh, it really did happen, you know, that, that things did expand. And how amazing. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's a mm-hmm. continual thing. And now as we go into 2016, you know, what are you going to do with it all? I mean, it just seems right. like like it's, yeah. like you said, that word precipitate. That's such a scientific word that brings me right back to, I don't know, <laughs> chemistry class. Yeah. You would use that word. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it, it's, a, it's a year of, of really believing that dreams are real. Yeah, it's about getting real. Uh, it's yeah. about grounding things. It's about rolling up your sleeve. The image that I got this year is like going from white collar, literally like white, like the divine. Like you know, we've been <laughs> we've been doing all of this work. You know, we've been going, we've been like in that cocoon for those years. You know, and like you said, it may not have looked like a lot, but it was a lot that we went through. And now uh, we're going from the white collar to the blue collar. It's time to roll up our sleeves and get to work. And, um, you know, Saturn is square Neptune for the majority of the year. So, you know, Neptune wants us to be airy-fairy and to be out there and spiritual and all things possible. And Saturn says, you know, (laughs) ground yourself. Ground yourself, girl. (laughs) You know, discipline. Get this done, you know. And so you've got this tug of war here, but what I think is really what it's telling us is that, you know, it is time to get real, that we are in a physical body, on this earth, and the way through this is to use our physical and intuition to get through this time, so the walk, the talk type of thing. Yeah, you know, and I felt it, like I said this morning, just just asking ourselves, you know, what is it you really want? You know, and and sometimes, and that can be not even real concrete, but, you know, so often we think we want want more. You know, we're trained to say, ah, you know, we want the bigger house or the nicer house or or whatever. And, And I think you know, one of the gifts of my life, I will say, is having been a successful engineer in the in management um, or project leadership in an unusual way. I had that, you know. I mean, and and I've seen that. That I, I this is my year of simplifying some things. That you know, I'm not willing to compromise my future for what isn't really what you need, you know. Um, and, and I think that a lot of it, I'm not saying that we should turn away abundance when it comes to us, but I think a lot of times the things that we think would make us feel better in some way, they don't. They, I mean, they're fine for, for you know, they have their place maybe. to, a, to They teach us things, but, you know, deep at the center, you know, what is it that you really truly want and what's going to help you to do what it is you feel called to do that's mm-hmm. the other part mm-hmm. i mean like you joan mm-hmm. you're on a path of teaching i feel more and more and and um, i'm glad that you are because that's always been your path in one way or another and and i just feel you you have so much more to share with us and and you know i i hope that we're all getting in touch with with that that core 
center of what is it that we're called to do and and what would truly make you happy. And they're very mm-hmm. related. Right. Exactly. You know. Um So now you, what about some of know, these things? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say when you know who you are, you live the truth of who you are, you know, then you automatically live your life purpose type of thing. You know, you can't yeah. not do that. And when you do that, you know, there's your bliss. There's your joy. Yeah. Yeah. It's all interrelated. Yeah. But finding that center of who we are is important. Right. And, and, you know, the all <laughs> I'm hearing the 70s again. I mean, I tell you what, it is the way we're going to shift this world, more and more of us, it's the colors. You know, it is those bold colors. It is. It doesn't mean, and it's compassion at the same time. It's bringing people into it. You know, what I'm finding is I'm having conversations with people that maybe normally you wouldn't, you know, people of totally different um, belief systems, and yet you find out that it's not all that different, <laughs> you know, that, that there are these commonalities. and. Mm-hmm. You know, if only we could more of us be drawn to that freedom and, and what the 70s felt like. And and I'm not saying even the darker aspects. You know, people point out the darker aspects of that. No, no. The, what did the children feel like in the 70s when they saw those colors, when they heard the music? That's, you know, the, the early 70s, late 60s. What was that mm-hmm. like? And that's my childhood that's what helped open me up, even when some things were attempting to close me down. That's part of it, anyway. Yeah, that would be beautiful to bring that back. A higher vibration. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and maybe it, the children... You know, yeah. The, so so what about the, the things that we're seeing in astronomy? Because there have just been some unusual things lately. That supernova that became visible... Um, what about those things, Joan? Well, I, you know, when I see all of that, I always go back to the hermetic axiom as above, so below, as within, so without. So, you know, here's a supernova, okay, where the star kind of just went bang, and, you know, all this energy, all this light, and it's taken a couple of years because that happened in 2014, so it's taken a couple of years to get here for us to see it. Yeah. You know, and I, and I look at this, and I'm like, well, okay, so what does this mean for us? Well, you know, they say that what we're doing today is creating our future for tomorrow, so it's like we're living the past kind of like today. I don't know. It's in a weird way. Here we go again with the dichotomy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. uh um, but also, you know, the light that we see is is old. It's not new, you know, when we look out at the stars. That's old. That's but right. whatever happens around 2014 in your life, I think, uh, whatever it was, and it could have been something pretty big, because we're talking about a, a supernova here, uh, is going to come back around this year and be made visible to you. So whatever was, you know, the big thing in that year, this you have this year to, uh, it'll be revealed to you. You can revisit it again. You'll have the opportunity now to ground it and put it into practice. 
um, you know, I think a lot of us had a lot of false start during this reboot time because we thought, okay, you know, 2012 is gone, it's time, you know, whatever, and then we had a lot of false starts. And so this year might be the year that, okay, we can finally take what uh, is visible to us now that we couldn't see before and ground it. Hmm. Hmm. Um, the other thing is we, we're in a nine year, and it's interesting that now we have a ninth planet again in the solar system. Because if you remember several years ago, Pluto was downgraded. Poor guy. Um, he's so powerful. Uh, yes. <laughs> astrologically. <laughs> and then yes. he tried to downgrade him. But um, so now it hasn't been named yet, and they haven't quite seen it, but I guess they've seen the effects of it from this planet yeah, in our yes. solar system. Yes. So it's interesting that we're completing once again the solar system as well, yes. the two of us with our age, as we were taught that there's nine planets, you know, right. and we learned their, you know, the order of the planets and what they look like, da 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 da. You know, and so now I'm thinking, okay, when you go and teach children, you know, okay, there's eight planets and then there's Pluto, <laughs> you know, but now we're going to go back to there's nine planets. We don't know what this is yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't seen it yet, but it's, you know, it's completing that cycle. And nine is the number of completions, so it's the last, you know, of the, the uh, integers. And so it is about completion. It's also about fulfillment and fulfilling what hasn't, you know, what we haven't yet accomplished. And um, and I think the nine energy is what might be our uh, soothing bomb to us this year because it's also the most spiritual number. And it's it's compassion and it's unity consciousness and it's tolerance. And it's all these qualities that we really need right now that will get us through the year. Yeah. Um, so, you know, yeah. a friend of mine said, uh, this is like the Kenny Rogers song this year. You got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You know, it's that completion <laughs> type of year. <laughs> I loved it. And, you know, you know while, that's, while that is true, and it could feel like, oh, you know, do I hang on to this or do I let go? You know, one of those things. Is it really time to say it's done? Uh, there is that other energy to nine that if you tap into it, you into it, <laughs> and you intuit what it's telling yes. you. Yes. Uh, yeah. Then you'll know what to do, whether to hang on or to let go. Yes. Yes. Or, or you know, Somewhere, or or expand. I think you know. Expand, I I, yeah. I don't like that word hanging on. I I would prefer to say rather than hang on, you know, what are you going to do with it? <laughs> you know, if you yeah. get it, well, you know, know, don't, if you're choosing, yeah, if you're choosing it, then of course it has to evolve. Cause that's, that's that's right. That's our only choice. It, yes, exactly. Yeah. That's the way I see it. That's that's where we are. We're we're in an evolution, not a devolution, and you know. We're evolving. And that's that's right. You know, it's funny as you were talking about nine, 
Um, a lot of times on, on Facebook, I find myself, I, I'm really bad at using all the cute little icons that people use. You know, I, it, I, I just don't use them. And so I'm continually typing threes as part of a heart because I throw hearts oh, yeah, out yeah. people and things. And so as you were talking about nine, I was thinking about threes, you know, and, and how they are hearts. They're part of hearts, you know, that we're typing a lot if you choose to type them the old-fashioned way. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um and and so um you know i i guess what i feel most of all i mean it's expansion i mean what is what did that supernova have to say it's you know mm-hmm. there it it's expansion and mm-hmm. you know i think that's that's the solution i think that's what's driving this election right now is that people on both sides are feeling, you know, it can seem adverse, but what's really going on is nobody is happy with how stuck certain things are. And so they're devising different ways to expand. And on one side, that can feel really scary, like it's going closed. But people are just trying to escape what they think is the status quo. And mm-hmm. and so and that can be destructive. I mean, it can cause some pretty harsh forces in society and, you know, um, that can become popular. And we need to be really mindful. And yet you see on the other side this expansiveness in the other direction. Of, and, and, but it's all about breaking free yeah. of the rules yeah. and what we've been told. You know, this is the way politics mm-hmm. is supposed to be. This is the way this, you know, look at Canada. I keep seeing people posting about Canada and what's going on up there uh, politically and how expansive they are becoming. And and we just, I don't think we can be stuck. I, I don't think we can possibly fall back into some age of darkness. I just don't believe no. it. No. I, no, I agree. And, I agree. Yeah, you know, this is a huge amount of light coming in, and it is expansion, uh, and the only way we can go. And you're right; it's breaking free, and, and you can see that's a really good example of the break free energy of this year with this election. You know, people just don't want the same thing. You know, right. I wouldn't be surprised if Bernie Sanders gets the Democratic nod because yeah, Hillary Moving is more that way. of the same. You yeah. know, and it, Trump may get it on the other side because the other ones are more of the same, you know, and so we yeah. can have these two that are, you know, really different people that, yeah. you know, and ideas that we haven't seen, you know, in, in, in a long time. And it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens. You know what I find interesting about it and thinking about it in an expansive way and the kinds of conversations we might start to be able to have? And some of these were going on in 2008. I really felt it back then. Um, is what is this, the core thing at the center that really is resulting in this on both sides? Because you actually find common ground there. What's really interesting is you find the common ground there, some of it. Um and and that's how we're going to grow. It's not, ironically, by screaming at one another. Um, that's not how we're going to grow. Um, even though I will say Bernie Sanders is very expressive, and I don't want to really criticize that per se because he's making change happen. But I think even he's having the guts to do this. He's Some of those people, 
within that campaign there is some aspect going after people who might lean a little more conservatively, but there's that core feeling that, you know, and and you don't want that to go to a closed direction. You want it to go open. And and so finding that common ground, that's, to me, the energy of 2016. It's not closing down. It's not divisiveness. It's not drama, choosing the drama angle. It's not any of that. It's expansion. Because if we choose the drama and all of that, that's more of the same, and it, people don't want it. Exactly. Too. You know, it's so tempting to to fall into the drama. I mean, we all do it. I do it. I <laughs> raise my hand. I do it. We all do. It's a habit, but it doesn't help us really. I mean, because it's just, you know, it frames everything in a way that isn't going to help. I mean, it is not helpful. We're all in this world together, and expansion is really our only choice. If we don't Mm -hmm. find ways to reach out to one another, we'll suffer for it. But I don't think that's going to happen. It's not even possible for that not to happen. I mean, it's already happening where people are reaching out. I feel Mm -hmm. it. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's happening. And that's the answer for us because we're actually, you know, we we can't be stuck in the old world. We can't solve the problems of the world in that way. No, right, yeah. Isn't that what Einstein said? You can't solve the problem with the same mind that created it. You know, we've got to get out and think anew, you know, get out of the box and think anew and look at things differently. Yes, yes. So, Joan, how do we, now that we've we've had this wonderful, it's amazing how fast, and, and it's, of course, it's exactly 1242. To me, 42 is a very significant number. You know, for some people, it's 11. And 11s mean something to me, master numbers. But I love 42 um, because it's it's the answer to life, the universe, and everything. <laughs> so the next time, which I also joke about, is 43. <laughs> what the heck are you going to do with it? <laughs> You know, what right, yeah. <laughs> exactly. is symbolic in that way. That's my own private number, you know. And then 44 is the master number where you end up, and that's where we are right mm-hmm. now around the hour. Yeah. So yeah. now that we've we've had this lofty talk and you've allowed me to kind of fly around enjoying Aquarian energy, <laughs> um, <laughs> where, what, where do we take it? How do we precipitate all of this, Joan? Let's explore that some more. Well, since we are in this age of Aquarius, Aquarius is about partnering too. And I think it's time for us, you know, as you said it, that, you know, we've, we've envisioned a lot of this stuff. We're going to refine it, rework it, revision it this year, and then put it into practice. And I think it's about coming together to yeah. do that. Yeah. And finding communities. I think that is so important right now is to build communities and you see conscious communities, you know, springing up here and there. I think that's the way of the future. It it, it makes no sense to me uh, why so many people are going and doing the same thing every day, uh, you know, and wasting the energy or whatever when, you know, you could do it together or there could be a different way or 
you know, uh, there, there's just a lot of things we could do differently. And I think a lot of these communities have already started it. And what you're saying, I, I don't think a lot of this information has made it to mainstream media. And so people don't know about it. And there's a lot of stuff I don't know about it either. You know, I mean, there's just a lot happening that we don't hear about. And if you don't know where to go to find it, you just don't know what's happening. So there's, a, I think there's a lot to be uh, excited about. And I think it's the year of like finding one another. Like, okay, you're going to help me this year, and I'm going to help you. And this is what yeah. we're going to create because we have yeah. this similar dream. And, this, and you know, it's the puzzle pieces coming together. Yeah. You know, I yeah. have this puzzle. I have these skills. I have, you know, this vision. Oh, well, I have this. That fits in. Oh, I can do this. Well, I can do that. And then you come together and you start building it. But we yeah. have to come, like you said, from this common ground and finding one another. And I think yeah. that's part of what this year is about. Yes. Yes. I, I'm feeling that already. In fact, it, it seems even just in the last couple of days, kind of a collaborative energy is just showing up. And it's like things that, pieces that maybe were put into place, it's like, oh, you know, that's why I worked on that project or whatever. You know, you think about it even in work-wise, things that may not, you didn't know where it was ever going to fit suddenly has a place and mm-hmm. and it seems like 2016 right now for a lot of people is staying with the vision you know don't give up on that vision because there can seem to be resistance i mean look at what's going on again in the election there could be a lot of people who would just throw up their hands and give up and say you know ah you know this society's never going to change or whatever and and we can't be that way. I mean, I'm not that way, but um, it, it's just, it seems like there's a little bit of resistance, like we've talked about already, the slingshot effect, and we've got to mm-hmm. push through mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. push through mm-hmm. the resistance. Yeah, it's that break-free energy. You know, wherever there's been resistance, you know, that's where your work is. And I think yeah. that's what we'll be working on the first half of this year. Um you know, is moving, seeing it, and then working on it to change it. Yeah, yeah. So that by the end of the year, we're able to, you know, move move forward and really start putting the pieces together. Yeah, yeah. So that 44 is the number of the master building. We're talking about numbers. And, And what I see the gift of these four is the four uh-huh. retro Mercury uh-huh. retrograde this year because the four is is uh it's a foundation number it's a number of foundation in numerology anyway um, uh-huh. so we're building and the forty four is the master builder but to build something that's solid and that's going to yeah. last you know you have to really plan and do it methodically and step by step and just step back and and. Make sure, okay, is that square? Yep, okay. Is this level? Okay, now I can put on the next layer. Uh, and that's what those Mercury retrogrades are going to help us with, is stepping back and making sure, is this square? Is this level? Yep, okay, now we can go on with the next level and keep working on it. That's the master builder. And yeah. what you've been talking about, Susan, is, you know, if we look back, and I know this is true in my life, there's a lot of things we've done, like, why did I do that? But And I see where, uh, you know, what it is I'm choosing to create now, and I'm like, wow, now I understand why I did it. 
And those are all the gifts and the tools that we need to bring forward to do that master work now. That's what we're being called to do this year, is to begin the master building. We've, we've gone through the mastery. You know, we've got the last remnants of this break-free energy that's going to propel us forward now. And now it's the time of this building. And yeah. building the society from our heart, not our heads like we did. Exactly. From our heart. Exactly. You know, as you were speaking about about building and saying, is that square? And all I could see was it felt like a lot of the energy, and I get tingles as I say this. Whenever I get tingles, that's my heart. You know, I went through one of these um, um, heart inst- – well, it wasn't a real t- – I was in a, a workshop with Greg Braden last year, just got – it was a simple workshop where they they did some tests where you felt when your heart was activating, basically. It might have been last year or the year before. Now I can't remember. But in any case, certain feelings physically, I realized, are my heart. And so as I started to say this, I feel it right now, and it's going down my arms. It's a, it's a physical sensation, and it's very connected to your message um, because the heart is a physical thing. And anyway, I saw this vision of clearing a foundation. And that a lot of that's been going on leading into this is to actually build a building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to clear the for the foundation. You, know, you have to build the foundation. Right. There's a clearing right. that takes place. You I mean, we've all watched. It. We've all watched that um, mm-hmm. process. And you know, um, I'm really feeling that. And sometimes that can be a simplification of some things. I feel like you know some things those those extra trappings that you don't need. Um, I'm, this is my, the first six months of this year, clearing of, of a lot of things, you know, simplifying, Mm -hmm. really. Mm -hmm. I don't need all this Mm -hmm. stuff. It's in the way. I need to free, free myself from that. And, um, you know, it's all part of the building process and it's actively underway. (laughs) You can feel it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, it's like we have our building permit. We've been granted exactly. our building permit you know, we by don't the have universe. To wait for the permission anymore, you know. <laughs> yeah, or we gave it to ourselves. How about that? The, the, we give ourselves yeah, yeah, our own know. building permits, and and then we're yeah. ready to go. <laughs> yeah, we've got the permit. Yeah, now it's, it's yeah. really, really that's where we are. Is a good analogy. We're in a clearing stage. You know, like I said, uh-huh. whatever it's been holding us back, whatever you know, it no longer serves us. It's like time to you know clear that away that last little bit to really break free and like, boom, and then you're like, you're ready to start, you know, and all the trucks come in, they're pouring the concrete, and, you know, we're, we're going. So, yeah. 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 Well, and I yeah, love this the is collaborative. It. This is the year we start. Yeah, and it's not just, you know, I'm building my little building over here, you're building yours. It's not like that so much right now. I mean, no. it's, it's like several of us, and actually um, going to a soul level, because I've been really thinking about this a lot, across time, across lives, you know, what there are, there are things that, that we have as goals for different eras that we work on. And, um, you know, you, you start to really feel those collaborations coming into place. And they can be with sometimes unlikely people that, you know, maybe not on exactly the same spiritual page or whatever, but um, you find common 
commonalities where you know they need they have a piece you know you're putting this together and they've got some they've got something you know what what is what comes together when you know you said it before when you're building a building you've got people with all kinds of skills and and they bring it to the table and and it's how we're going to mm-hmm. build this world i mean it's a mi- macrocosm there's a huge building going on it's what we're building and actually the mm-hmm. multiverse mm-hmm. is the greatest so but, and then there are all the littler things that we're working on to contribute. So, yeah, I feel it. Boy, do I feel it. <laughs> totally. Yeah, because the way we did it before was like, you know, each of us individually, the lone wolf type of thing. And uh-huh. I think that's done. That is done. And, you know, we have a lot of us have these grand visions, and I think they will come true because we have a lot of help. There's a lot of people here that have similar visions. All we need to do is hook up with one another, and it's done. You know, many hands make light work. That's you know, it. It, it. It can happen. It can happen. It doesn't mean, you know, wait for this, wait for that, wait for the millions to come in. You know, it really could happen that way very easily. Now very I'm thinking quickly. of the Amish, the Amish building a barn. <laughs> You know, like mm-hmm. right, we're having yeah. a barn raising. <laughs> okay, they wouldn't think of anyone just you know doing it on their own because they're takes a, a long time. <laughs> right. And you might not even it be does. able to do some parts of it. See, that's it. You know, how are you going to do it? There's sometimes uh-huh. you need, and the people we have to trust collaboratively that the pieces are all in place. I mean, we are the mm-hmm. the pieces. We are, we are, right. we're, they're the master right. builder and the pe- pieces all at once. <laughs> all at once. And we've come 360 now from where we started in the conversation, Susan, about we being ever? in the flow and, and paying attention and, you know, going with what you're being shown and that's how it'll happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm excited. Not, you don't force a building <laughs> together, and certainly not this year, not with Aaron Square and Uptune. You're not forcing anything, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, uh, You know, or it's not just going to be, oh, it looks great, let's just throw it together. Oh, I love that color, you know, but it's not, uh-huh. it's not uh, stable, you know. I mean, that's wonderful. It might look great, but the building's going to collapse, you know. You need both of them. Once again, we have, and we were talking about this all afternoon, you know, this dichotomous energy, but you need it. You need the Saturn with the, with the Neptune in order to make something that's going to last. It's based on heart principles. Spinning up. You know, now I was thinking biblically as you were talking, because, you know, there's that parable of the foundations. How do you, Where are you going to build um, build your house, you know, um, and and mm-hmm. you have to you there you can build it in a solid way on on a solid foundation, but I mm-hmm. I, I just the, the most important thing right now I feel through your message and through I'm just hearing so many ways and just hearing with a capital H is openness. It's absolutely essential because there are just so many things that will divide us. And close us down, and that just is going to cause it all to take that much longer, you know. And and yes, we have lessons we're still learning, and whenever we get closed down, that's what happens. But you know, we're really called to open up and go beyond what you think. Go beyond what you think. 
that word think and and be in the heart mm-hmm. space with it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, don't prejudge it. Um, don't you know? Just allow for expansion. That's the key. Mhm. Yep. And it, so I want to leave you since this has been a. I, I feel like I've talked a lot today, and I I appreciate you letting me fly around a bit. But and, and that's what I love about you, Joan, is that we have a real conversation when you're when you're on the program, and it's so much fun. And but I want to give you the opportunity to talk about just you know. First of all, I want to say thank you, and I want to give you the opportunity to tell us about. Um, you know, just where people can find you and all those things. And and um, thank you for being here today. It went by so fast, the live show. I know, it always does. <laughs> it does, uh, it does. Yeah, well, I'd like to take this opportunity to put out there that I am interested in forming a conscious community. I've had this vision for a long time um, where there is a lot of teaching and teaching sustainable living and organic gardening and holistic approaches to life and um, and a new age mystery school that I've envisioned for a long time. So uh-huh. if there's anybody out there that has similar visions that want to work together, you know, it's time to put it out there. Let's let's get together here. Um, you know, let's start doing things. I know there's places like that, but, you know. Yeah, like Finhorn is one, I know. Yeah. And there's one in the you know, Northeast, that, I think. Well, we have little satellites here and there. That'd be wonderful. Yeah, I've heard of others. I mean, yeah, I would hope that things like that would come into being. I've seen something like that even in Colorado. I mean, there have been people who've had little starts. I've seen it. And that that surely is the wave of the future. In fact, I'm thinking of other guests who even live in places like there are isolated places, and I'm sure there are things like that in the Portland area. Actually, I know of one in Oregon. Yeah, there are places. They're just starting in their own ways, <laughs> little spontaneous mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that is a so cool anyway. call. Yes. So that was my little, you know, my little put that out there. Yeah. Uh, no, and that's if you important. want to get in touch with me, you can reach me either through my website, uh, joanserio.com, or through the book's website, hardwiredtoheaven.com. And uh, there's contact page on both those websites, and I just posted a blog today um, writing about this energy, so if you want to read a little bit more about uh, what we talked about today, you can go to my website, joanserio.com, and click on the blog page, and you can read a little bit more there. Yeah, yeah, I invite people to go there for sure, and I'll put both your websites up. I always, I know I have one or the other half the time, and I want to have both on there, so I'll get them on your page. So um, thank you so much, Joan, for being here. Thank you, live audience. I know the live audience is is leaving us. And, and actually, before the live audience goes, hang on there for a second, Joan. Um, I just want to let people know to go to FrontierBeyondFear.com where you will find this show archived as well as many, many others and also what's coming up. The next show I have scheduled is Tuesday, February 2nd at this time, 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. Christine Green, another regular guest, is coming back on the show, and we're going to talk about she's a, the Reverend of Sacred Heart Ministries here in Portland, Navigating Change with Joy. Um, wonderful teacher she is. And then later in the week, I've got Dr. Linda Backman's coming back, and we're going to have some fun. We're going to be at the Conscious Life Expo in February. Look that up. 
ConsciousLifeExpo.com. And I should put that on Frontier Beyond Fear, too. So thank you, live audience, for being here. And we'll just kind of finish up in the in the podcast. And once again, to you, Joan, um, I really appreciate your being here. I appreciate your work. Actually, I'm really excited to see what what is going to be created here. And I was going to say what you're going to create, but, but I know it's really a we. What are we? Yes. Oh, we going, going to create. create. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, and and also what you're going to create as you're you're part of it. It, it. There are levels of this we. It goes all the way up, and um, I can feel some really exciting things happening. So I appreciate your being here today. Well, thank you, Susan, for having me back on again. I always uh, love talking to you. It's always a great time. Uh, Well, thank you, Joan. And um, until next time, which I'm sure we will have another coming up because I I love how you're kind of like a slingshot for me. (laughs) I I, I feel it when you're on. It's true. It's like sometimes I have to to find my Saturn when you're on the show. (laughs) It's like you just make me want to. I can't explain it. It happens when you're on this show, Joan. I just Fly free, so and I appreciate that because I it it's refreshing, and I love how you explore so freely in your work. So thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, take care. Have a have a good rest of your day. Okay, to the audience, just closing out the show for today. Um, I kind of went through it quickly. I am going to put it out on the FrontierBeyondFear.com website, and that is FrontierBeyondFear.com. And um, because it is coming up pretty quick, it's the Conscious Life Expo. I'm going to be having more guests on who are going to be at the expo. Um, I'm going to have a booth there um, where it always is. I've had it for some years now in that spot. It's kind of... As you approach the food, although the food keeps moving around, and the music is now in that room along with the bookstore, which is nice. Um, And it's booth 706 along the wall, Um, and it's a nice little spot. And I'm just really going to be talking to people, Um, various people I hope will come by. We've got so many guests to this show who are speaking, Um, and I know Diane Bischoff-James is going to be at the booth part of the time. Um, and, um, you know, as far as people speaking have been on the show, there are just so many, um, and some of them will be um, coming on the show beforehand. I'm working on that. Um, I see that Nick Jankel is going to be speaking. He hasn't been out here much, and so I think that will be exciting for people to go see Nick. He's one of the keynote speakers, and there's a really good chance I may get him on this show again before the expo. Um, Diane Bischoff-James is doing a post-conference seminar on the Monday after, and we're talking February 19th through 22nd. Um, I'm speaking Saturday night, a free lecture, just with with a day pass. You have to buy a day pass, one of the free lectures. Um, I'm going to be talking about multidimensional living, and I'm really liking that topic. Um, It just feels, it really resonates, because we're just going to talk honestly about some of the things like today. You know, how can we be expanding and also across time and across multiple lives? Um, You know, and how can we address the questions? We can have questions about things and yet still feel that expansive love, both at the same time. 
without letting it totally shut us down. I mean, we still have challenges. We're still working through things. You know, but how do we expand beyond those and how do we reach out to one another across what may seem like divides, different spiritual groups, different political philosophies, all different ways we can come together. We really can. And I'm feeling that energy. So anyway, I don't know, somewhere around there I'll be speaking about some of these things on Saturday night at 7 p.m. And, um, you know, like I said, Linda Backman's going to be there. I'm sure if I went through them all, I'm going to forget some. But, oh, Stuart Pierce, he may be coming on again, too. We'll see if we can get him on before the expo. He's going to be out there again, and he's such a dynamic person, Stuart. Um, So anyway, um, I will get it up on FrontierBeyondFear.com, but you can also go to ConsciousLifeExpo.com, and there are discounted tickets on sale ahead of time. So, Now's a good time to get some of those. Some of those events do sell out. So, And there's some pretty big speakers that you don't always see that I know people will enjoy. So, All right. Well, I will let you go for the day. Enough rambling for the day. But thank you for, for being here today. And may you feel that expansion. May you feel it. May you really begin to do something with it. And let go. Let go of the drama. Just feel that spirit that's expanding you, that invites you to expand, that's the key. Take care, everyone.